Today's podcast is brought to you by my book, The Sex Spiral, Forgiven and Free from Pornography. The Sex Spiral will teach you God's design for sexuality, the triggers that lead to porn addiction, and how to exit the sex spiral with a purity plan for your life. You can order online at Amazon.com or any other retailer. Hey, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's show. The Dustin Daniels Show. Unashamedly proclaiming God's purity through His Son, Jesus Christ. Devoted to saving marriages. Dedicated to protecting children. Addressing sex with biblical truth and without shock value. You're listening to the intersection of life and lust. Call toll-free at 1-855-5-DUSTIN. And now, here's your host, Purity Pastor Dustin Daniels. Do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away, along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. That's 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. You know, before I met the Lord Jesus Christ, I used to be a total secular rock and roll kind of guy. <laughs> As if you couldn't tell by the opening of the show. You may sense that, you know, that right now with the, the, the music, but remember that the hair bands of the 1980s, you got Bon Jovi and Poison and Motley mm. Crue, and then all the grunge rock of the 1990s with Nirvana and Pearl Jam and the Stone Temple Pilots. And I, you know, I used to listen to that stuff 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And last week, my wife Amy and I, we started playing our own version of Name That Tune. And we each had our phone out and we jumped on YouTube to play a little clip of, of music. And as we were doing this, it just, it just brought me back to the 1980s and 1990s. But here's the thing. I never realized the horrible, the downright awful, truly ungodly lyrics in the songs that I sang over and over again. Has that happened to you? Mm. I mean, you, you hear a song that you haven't heard for years or decades, and then all of a sudden you hear it, and then you realize the words that you're actually singing. And 1 John 2 speaks of, of the danger of loving this world. And I, and I got to tell you, I love the world back then, and those lyrics that I used to sing, it just proved it. So the question for you today as we start off the new year in 2015, as a Christ-centered person, is this, do I love the world? And to help me with this conversation is my dear friend and colleague in ministry, pastoral psychologist, mm -hmm. Mike Turner. Happy New Year, Mike. Happy New Year to you, too. I, I, you keep on saying I'm going to assist you. I don't know that I really, <laughs> you know, you're talking about 
the the headband or the hair band? Hair bands, yes. You don't have any hair. You know, that's because I, I banged it all out when I was there you it, go. Yeah, in college and stuff. Interesting, interesting, I can't say that word, interesting, help me with it. In, in, inter, no, I can't say it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, interesting enough, it just that word wasn't in Texas. They took that one right out they of the did. They did. Just yesterday, a young man came by. It's, it's someone that we know, so I'll use the name, let's say John. It's not John. And his exact words were, late last night or the night before would be this, that he was listening to Motley Crue, and it started taking him back to when he was in that age of that rock, and he was fixing to start that cycle of sin, and he shut it off and got out God's word and redeemed and retrieved himself back into obedience. I mean, just exactly what you're saying. Yeah. That music is powerful. It is. And it's, it's well, you know, some of the statistics say, you know, that we know X amount, thousand songs that we never intended to, to mm-hmm. memorize. We know them yes. just because music is so powerful. Um, has that ever happened to you, Mike? You hear a song a decade later and you're like, I used to love this song. Yeah. And the lyrics are Oh my gosh, I never realized that the song was about this. Yeah, the difference is, all those ones that you named, I've got to go to the countryside. Ah, okay. okay. So my country songs are twice, they just come right out and say, you're cheating heart. Right. They come right out and talk about, you know, it, what's the one at Christmas? Grandmother got run over by a train, leaving my house last night. I mean, there's women drinking what else is it? Senate, they're everything. Now, not all about country. There's some great country singers, too, yeah. so don't take it that away. But the answer to question is absolutely yes. It, it, it's the world. I mean, and, and people people write about what they know. Well, here's when I was attending Ottawa University, getting my uh, psychology uh, part there. There was a professor that brought out the three things that stay with you when you're between the ages of like 15 to 18 and they stay with you for life. Everything else you can transform into something else and the trends and stuff. But the three things you ready for them ready music, Mm. how you dance and the movies you watch. I still love the country dance. I still love to watch those old Westerns and I still love country music. Mm. It stays with you. That doesn't change. Hence why we have so much trouble with music in churches. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the number one problem in churches, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So that's why it's a, that's a huge. Well, and, and loving this world, as I was reading that, that passage from First John, it, it's just like, do I love this world? Mm. Do I love myself? Do I understand what love is? It's important, Dustin, to know that John always talks about love. He's the one that Jesus loved, right? Yeah. So what's he doing saying, hate the world? That's, the, that's not a word he uses, but it also signifies that God hates something, and God hates. Now, it's not the physical world. He hates the spirituality that goes on in the world that is equated and equal to Satan. That's what he hates. Because God uses the world to show his glory, the beauty of nature, the visible and yeah. invisible qualities that are there. But he hates that. God hates that. So basically you're saying you're either a Christian that loves the things I love and hates the things I love, or you're in rebellion and you love the world. Look at the rich young ruler. Yeah. He asked him the question. And watch, Jesus said, and we just talked about that. 
Jesus responded to the rich young ruler that came to him and said, what can I, there's I, 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 what can I do to the inherit? The unholy trinity, me, yes. myself, and I. I. What can I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus says, go sell all your stuff and follow me. I don't think you ever heard follow me. I just think you heard sell the stuff and ran. <laughs> but the, the, that passage yeah. goes on, and it said, and Jesus looked at him and loved him, mm-hmm. had the compassion for him, even for the unsaved. The compassion of God is still here, but he hates the things of the world because they are of Satan. You know, it, it's the things of this world is really some of the biggest stumbling blocks mm-hmm. to our own purity. Yes. You know, it, it does start in our mind. We, we are renewed by Scripture, and when we really take, if we're attached to sexual sin, whether it's pornography, uh, same-sex attraction, adultery, whatever, whatever that sin is in your life, there's an attachment there, and it's a part of the world. It's a part of the, the shortcut, the detour to what God's love really is. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of us think, well, when I, if I'm really going to address this thing in my life because I, it's, it's ruining my life, I need to embrace it, but at the same time, I need to understand it's not about doing more. It's actually about doing less and understanding, look, we need to start with the renewing of our mind. And, and just like absolutely, just like that example that you gave with John and, and him going back to the those 80s music, uh-huh. I did the same. That's the same yeah. exact thing that happened to me. I was going, wow. I wonder what happened to this person because it brings you back to college and it brings you back to high school and there's those memories and then all of a sudden the triggers start going. Yeah. Right? And for this young man, when that cycle started, because he's of Christ, his conscience is telling him, no, no, no. Holy Spirit's telling the conscience, no, no, turn back, turn back. The next thought he had was, let me just go get me some alcohol. Well, what's that going to do? That's going to help him deaden the pain and continue in this. Yeah. He's got to deaden that pain because he's got to make an agreement to get into this. So it's going to be okay. God, I got this one Mm -hmm. this time. So I know your grace is good enough. That's a dangerous road. What Paul say? What do I do? Go sin more to get more grace? Please don't try that. Yeah. That doesn't work out. You know, the reason God hates the ways of the world, you know, Satan has hijacked the sex thing. God created sex. Yeah. for union in marriage. It is a good thing. God said it is good. But once more, the world's ways have taken it and making it perverted. What God means for good, man destroys many times. So God's just asking you, please hate the things that are unholy, for I'm a holy God. You know, going back and loving the world is really, it, it is the biggest stumbling block to our uh, our purity. But it also prevents us from loving our family. It messes up all of our priorities. And it really it kind of dictates talking about our, our entertainment choices, you know, with, yeah. with music and, and, and all of that stuff. It really, really does. And it prevents us from truly understanding God and his holiness. And then how unholy my actions are. Now, you mentioned... <laughs> you mentioned... Uh, Mixing alcohol with sex. Uh oh. And when we come back, we're going to answer some questions via email and we're going to discuss this $4 word. It's called comorbidity. Whoa. You are listening to The Dustin Daniels Show. 
The Apostle Paul talks about struggling with sin in Romans 7. He says, I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I just don't do it. Instead, I do the very things that I hate. Have you ever wondered why you keep doing the very things that you hate? Hi, this is Pastor Dustin Daniels, founder of Seven Places Ministries. And I know that struggle personally. And guys, it doesn't have to be that way. By God's grace, you can start doing what is right. And maybe, just maybe, your starting point is a two-day men's workshop called Immersion. Immersion is designed for Christian men who struggle with sexual sin. Whether it's pornography, adultery, or same-sex attraction, and yet yearn and long for the peace and the joy that Christ offers. It is for freedom that Christ set you free. It is time today to learn how to stand firm and not submit to your yoke of sexual slavery anymore. Visit sevenplaces.org and click on workshops for more information. Hi, this is Shanti Feldhahn, author of The Good News About Marriage, and you are listening to The Dustin Daniels Show. If you have not listened to that interview by Shanti Feldhahn, oh my goodness, she will blow up your world with the real statistics on marriage. And how that 50% divorce rate that we've all heard, uh, it's just nonsense, especially when it comes to people who are Christ-centered, who go to church, who are praying together. The state of marriage, no matter what you've heard on the news, is strong. And Shanti lays out in her book, the, the, the good news about marriage. That's exactly what it is. And you can find that interview on DustinDanielsRadio.com. There you're going to find Shanti's interviews along with over 90 other radio shows, all discussing one thing. And that's God's purity and biblical love and biblical relationships and this idea of sex and what, it, what sex really is as it's an expression of Almighty God. Once again, DustinDanielsRadio.com. Thank you so much for your prayerful and your financial support. We're rolling in to 2015, and I got to tell you, it's just been an amazing journey over the past couple of years of, of doing this mm. radio show with you. Um, it is an outreach of Seven Places Ministries, which is a Christ-centered, pastoral-led recovery and transformation center, and we do one thing. We specialize in sexual integrity. I'm the founding pastor of the ministry. My co-host, Pastor Mike Turner, is the pastoral psychologist. And we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your prayerful and your financial support. Before the break, I promised that we would discuss this $4 word. Mm -hmm. And it actually comes from uh, a question that was sent in, Mike. And by the way, if you want to send an email in to us, you can do that at Talkback at DustinDanielsRadio.com. This question is from Jeremy in Gary, Indiana. He says, hey guys, you started talking about something called bimorbid or comorbid, <laughs> but you never really finished the discussion. What is that and why should I care? We put some pretty pretty neat little labels on words, don't we? Or put, put labels on us, but co, of course, meaning more than one. 
and morbidity, of course, has a tendency to look like death. So could we say maybe it's two things or more, one or more things that we're doing together that are actually killing us? Causing death? Yeah, you yeah. betcha. Yeah, it's, it's, we relate to that in, in the uh, psych world of dual disorders, that we're not just allowing one disorder to take over. We're allowing also a dependency of another kind to take over. So I could maybe have uh, be bipolar, which means I'm extreme opposites from time to time, and that's a, a session on its own. But along with that, I could also have an addiction or an attachment to sex, alcohol, food, drugs, to help, we think, compensate, but it both of them together are killing us. And what they've found out is that if we work on just one, now this is from the psychology world, if we work on one, then the other one will actually grow. And if we go switch and work on that one independently, the other one will actually grow and dominate. So they've came up with a process of a team working on both together. Well, there is a team already working on both together. It's called the Trinity. <laughs> Amen. Now, I'm not, I'm not denying this, the, the need. I'm not a doctor by any means. But in about a year, I will have a doctor, but it will be a doctor, <laughs> a medical doctor. But certainly the need for psychiatric help dealing with some of the disorders is absolutely necessary. But there's an element that's many times left out, which is the dominating one, and that should be the spirituality concern of the person, the identity of the person in Christ, the value. And it's, it's funny. Well, it's not funny. That's just a word I use in Texas to kind of break the uh, seriousness of it. Sure. But it's funny that it seems like the purity issue, sexual immorality, Seems to go with every one of these. Doesn't it? I mean, that's yeah. exactly what I was just thinking. And and before our break, we were talking about John who came to you and said, you know what? I'm back looking at these 80s bands. It's taking me back to my high school yeah. days. And all of a uh-huh. sudden, I, I need a drink. Yeah. And then that drink, which we would call a gateway drug, uh-huh. will automatically lead to some form of, of sexual sin. Absolutely. And understand, too, that we're not. We're not talking about someone that has a casual drink or anything like that. That's right. not what this is about. But it seems as though that through the biochemical process of the alcohol to the brain, it tends to let the walls down to let me be more of who I need to be in order to be accepted and loved. And the way to get that is affirmation and ending up in sexual immorality. And that for a second reward center in our brain gets tapped into and we feel loved and relieved and then immediately we go back into the shame cycle and we'll do we'll talk about that one day i do a lot on shame yeah and the effects of it but, but it's just amazing with with the families that we work with oh, like how man. alcohol oh. and pornography go hand in hand because it's it's not just one issue you know, the, the, the dopamine in our brains mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mixed with adrenaline is one of the most powerful chemicals and combinations that uh, we can physically experience. And that's why we continue to go back to pornography. But the, the idea of comorbidity is having two things right. going on at the same time. So mm-hmm. I'm going to deaden my pain even more. I'm going to start with one and maybe end with the other. And it doesn't matter what order. But the reality is, 
hey, I don't want to face the reality of my own life. I want to go back into my fantasy world yeah. and deaden my own pain. Yeah, we're, we're self-medicating. I mean, you, you know, anyone that has an adult that is still ADHD, you know, hyperactivity, well, guess what alcohol does? It's a depressant, okay? Well, I played that game for a long time early on in the programs mm-hmm. I talked about it. Well, it, it, it deadened my pain well enough to where I could actually feel like I was okay. I, I, I could escape. That's my that was my survival attachment. Survival mode uh-huh. is is how most of us deal with the pain yeah. in our lives, right? Yeah, and when I when I got rid of the alcohol, guess what? Welcome back to the world, brother. And I had to start dealing with things and I you know what? I started to get relieved dealing with these things because they were the things that were driving me away. And you know what, Dustin? I got a lot of questions here. You know what? You know what? Like a little kid, I'm getting excited about this. You know, Christmas is gone. I'm I'm looking at the next one. That's right. I started to love doing life God's way, and so now I've gotten rid of my morbidity because now I'm going to live forever. So I like His plan. I like His plan to come in and have me live in the present, not worrying about the past that kept me down. Kept me in shame, thinking about not that I've done something wrong, but I am something wrong. And that is a huge difference. It is. It is. And so now I try to stay in the present. I don't want to go out in the future too far. That just causes way too much anxiety. And guess what anxiety does? I need to numb. Yeah. I need need to numb the pain because I'm fearful of what may happen tomorrow. But the reality is, is when we just show up, and not be concerned about tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, Matthew 6, mm-hmm. that we are just going to show up and go, Lord, my life, it really is yours. I'm going to trust you in what uh-huh. you say. I'm not going to base my life on past experiences because that didn't work out so well. I just run everything into a ditch. But I really am. I really am going to trust you in this because you're, you are faithful, whether, right. I, whether I see it or not. You're the one that has done everything when it comes to to grace in my life. I've got a little statement. <clears throat> By the way, everything's little in Texas, too. That's a term of endearment. So your future can be accurately predicted by what you allow your mind to dwell on. Amen. What, what else do you got to say with that? <laughs> and that's why the renewing of your mind with Scripture. Mm-hmm is so, so important. 1 Corinthians 4.20, the kingdom of God isn't just a lot of talk. It's living and living in God's power. The power that is in the very name and the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And our prayer for you is to live in God's power because in Galatians 5, it is for freedom that Christ set you free. Why should we then turn and go back into our own self-imposed prison. We love you. We We will see you next week. God bless you. Adios.
The Dustin Daniels Radio Show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the host nor the station is engaged in rendering counseling advice for your personal situation. If you need further help, we encourage you to seek the services of a Christ-based counseling professional. For more information on the radio show, visit DustinDanielsRadio.com. 